0: Listener Production. Giving you the warm and fuzzies just like when your favourite flirty barista draws a love heart on your latte. Isn't that cute? It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast.
1: Happy Monday to you. Matt and Alex joining you for the final week of Us On Air, Matt. So we're going to pack it in. The first thing is first, and that is the thing on everybody's lips. Two words I heard rumbling around Australia after the weekend, and uh, those two words are wiggles who because <laughs> there is a new sheriff in town their name is Diver City it is a kids music outfit consisting of KLP and our very own Matokine and they put on their first live show and have you been booked for South by Southwest yet like what is
2: what is, Bro, what is the buzz going at these live performances mate i am not joking it was lit <laughs> Like, there were toddlers losing their mind, mo- like literally <laughs> trying to climb onto the stages. Oh, my okay? God.
1: Okay. Um, <laughs> I hope you got security in there. Do you have that big burly security guard <laughs> with the arms crossed just pushing the kids back into the crowd?
2: Let's just say there was mum and dad security everywhere just holding back kids. <laughs> who were losing it, right? Screaming, dancing, waving their arms like a chimpanzee, swimming like a fish in the sea. It was amazing. Um, We had special guests, Andy Bull joined us. We had DJ Dad, who's Raf from The Meeting Tree. We had Bertie Blackman jump up, Veronica Milson was there. But I was a little bit nervous because Sophia came on the second day. And uh, on the Saturday, the first day, Belle was sort of talking to me in the kitchen saying, I wish we were able to come on the first day, see the first show. I said, oh, don't worry. I'll give you a little preview now, right? It was a silly joke. I started singing one of the songs, you know, together we fly. Uh, I was doing some dance moves and Sophia was in the lounge room and she yelled out, no! That song is for Diver City, (laughs) not dad. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like... I don't think you understand who Diver City is, kid. And I knew she was going to come the next day, so I was like, we have to really let her know that I'm up there. And I said, Dad's going to be on stage with Christy singing Diver City. And then Sophia went, Yay, Christy! <laughs> so I, I just cannot catch a break with this kid, for Man, God's sake. If there was another sort of
1: real snooty toddler in the room, he could have, like, absolutely owned her with, like, that musical knowledge of, like, um, Madokine is in Diver City. The same way, as like, um, <laughs> sorry, Dave Grohl was in Nirvana, all right? So <laughs> <laughs> those kind of things.
2: Well, <laughs> thankfully, she hasn't uh, hasn't gone to the school of three Js just yet. <laughs> And um, we will, she's just allowed to have a little bit less music knowledge at this stage. Uh, but she loved it. Thank great. you to all of the kids um, and who came along and all of the families. It was genuinely, I cannot tell you how much of a great time we had seeing all of your, your fab little faces. Now, thank you so
1: much for uh, tuning in for today's program. We have producer Bron coming up with some click fish. We're going to be checking in to the Gold Coast to... Uh, Talk to someone who's driving around in a pretty sick van, can I say? And um, as well as that, Matt O'Kine, you've uh, you came in here white as a ghost after getting some frightening correspondence.
2: Yeah, we're going to dive right into that here on All Day Breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we
0: go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast.
2: Well, it finally came, Alex Dyson. Christmas oh, not soon enough <laughs> the email the emails the email come through that I have been dreading now oh as a as a person with a small child in daycare, over the past year and a half, I've been waiting for a certain email to come through, <laughs> one that says. Your child has been exposed to COVID. Oh no! No 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 no
1: no! no. Don't worry. That one. The New South Wales Health haven't haven't come a knocking.
2: Haven't got the call yet. I got one that is arguably
1: (laughs) worse. Dear dear, what email did you get? Let me read
2: it for you now. From the uh, from the childcare. Dear family. We've had one confirmed case of head lice. (gasps) Please refer to the fact sheet, blah, blah, blah. Now, I don't know if you understand Alex Dyson with that short, glossy, straight hair of yours. (laughs) But running a comb through Sophia's, Kelly's locks is the bane of my existence every night, she screams. Ah, no.
1: Wouldn't feel too good for either party.
2: And now we've got the head lice just floating around and I knew it would happen, (laughs) but I just didn't want it to happen so soon. I was hoping it would happen in primary school. Have you got a head lice story? Death, taxes,
1: (laughs) childcare said a head lice outbreak. (laughs) The three inevitable things to happen in this world.
2: No, I don't. I don't recall myself. Oh, look at you, so clean, so schmick, mate. I remember having the Yeah, I remember in year nine sitting in Japanese class, had a bit of an itchy head. Picked something out of my hair. I was like, "What the hell is that?" I literally pick it out, and a guy sitting next to me. I'll never forget his face, the way he just scrunched up his, like, nose and lips at me. And I said, oh, I think it's a silverfish. And oh. he just said, yeah. And he went,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a secret because the combs, like they have to be super thin, don't they? It's none of these regular combs. They don't have any effect. You need that, that real super fine.
2: It's got to get through every hair. Like it's got to go in between every single hair, oh, pulling out the crawlies. This isn't just the old pack shuffle. You got to do the dealer's shuffle. the <laughs> you know, like card on card on card on card. Well,
1: uh, are you going to introduce Sophia to um, Mr. Clippy? <laughs>
2: Oh, I know. Well, I mean, I had to do the shave. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's poor. It's unlucky for her that it runs so far down the jeans that she's got to do the balding man's head shave at two years old. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be yelling too soon. <laughs> it's either this or a baseball cap, love. Joy. <laughs> take your pick.
1: <laughs> um, take your pick. Well, so the the shave won't work. Doing the old chromis domus is not the uh, the answer here.
2: Nah, you have to do the whole shampoo, kill them, then scrape them out. It's gonna, it'll be a nightmare. Look, we've checked every day since we got that email, yep. and she hasn't gotten it through. But, you know, my partner is still scarred a little bit just when she sees head lice, because she had the the case of the adult lice. Uh-oh. And, uh, got done. Yeah. She she talks about it as being quite mortified. Actually, I don't even know if I'm allowed to tell the story. <laughs> Anyways. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not like... It is something like, that everyone exactly. goes through. It's, it's not, not like anyone's someone, fault. It's not, it has no indication as to you as exactly. a person if you get head lice because it's just because they just breed everywhere. Yeah, but, um, it doesn't mean you're living
1: in squalor or anything <laughs> yeah, like that. No. So it could no. be
2: someone, a
1: little person comes home from a childcare centre and brings it into exactly. the household. You never know how exactly. these things happen.
2: But Bell got the old tap on the shoulder from the hairdresser. <laughs> Oh that's brutal eh? oh. <laughs> this is about ten years yeah. ago She oh. said that just the um just the old snip snip <laughs> s- um, tap, oh. tap, tap tap uh I'm sorry, but we have to ask the to cut ends now <laughs> and then she said the hairdresser just literally like <laughs> stepped away. <laughs> I was like, you need to leave right now. Oh,
1: imagine uh, in a professional setting, having someone to like, imagine the dentist getting in there and then just having to step back. It's like, sorry, you have small insects crawling in between <laughs> your teeth. We're going to have to ask you to leave. You got to sort that
2: out on your own. <laughs> So, anyways, uh, let us know if you've got any story stories at matt.and.alex or, Matt oh. or mattandalex.com.au. Why? Well,
1: I, I saw a report recently, the Bogon Moth, right? The Australian Moth on the endangered list now. The guy yeah. couldn't believe it because a few years ago there was four billion of them. Yeah. Three years of drought, no good. They're on the endangered list. All the marsupials eat them. Why can't we... Swap. We want to keep the bogon. Make the bloody lice endangered. (laughs) Are they part of the ecosystem? We need our Australian marsupals eating this. They sent us the canary down the coal mine, the bogon moth gone endangered. Get the head lice on the endangered. Thank you very
2: much. Do you know what? If every single person did world's greatest shave, (gasps) head lice wiped out. And we'd probably cure cancer. All right, so there Head you lice go. And <laughs> leukemia, double whammy. <laughs> like exactly. So maybe it's something to think about. Twenty twenty two. All right, we can't get rid of COVID, but we can get rid of lice. And that, if I was a little lice right now, I'd be shivering in my little bloody hair catches.
3: Oops.
0: <laughs> click 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 click.
3: Clickfish, Clickfish, Click. with producer Bron.
1: Yeah, she ain't no one-click pony. It is the best producer in the biz. Uh, producer
2: Bron, hello. Hello. How's your weekend?
0: Pretty good. Went to a high tea. Which was nice. Oh
2: well, ladi da. Oh wow, <laughs> all right.
1: Like nice. scones and jam. Was there a, a crust mm. to be seen on any of the sandwiches there?
0: Of course not. They were <laughs> as teeny tiny as could be and delicious.
2: <laughs> and were they all were they cucumber sandwiches?
0: Yeah, there was some cucumber, little you know, egg one. I
2: was walking by the um,
1: the Yarra River. And they've got these, like, boats that go up and down. You can hire a little boat. It's got a little table in the middle. Mm-hmm. And I saw a very, very high tea happening because someone, obviously, they brought a tablecloth. Yeah. They brought one of those
2: three-tiered plates with a pole up the middle. Yeah, I mean, that's that has to be the high tea plate.
1: Standard. And then yeah. they'd attached a ring light to the table oh, so
2: that their high tea had very good lighting as they were rolling along in the boat. Now, Bron, what have you? What have you been clicking? Because this segment is Clickfish. If you haven't heard it before, we ask our producer Bron to click all of the juicy headlines that we know we're just being tempted into clicking. All right, we don't want to click them.
0: Last one of the year as well.
2: Oh, it's the last one of the year. So, yeah, what little um, bit of burly have you been uh, chomping away at over the weekend?
0: So this first one's from news.com. Headline, reason you should always board a plane first.
2: Okay. Um, Well, look, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because I always used to be at the party when everyone suddenly jumps up and lines up and you're like, why is everyone jumping up? The plane's not going to leave without us, blah, blah, blah. No, I'll tell you why. Because there are a bunch of bloody jokers who love not understanding what taking a single bag on a plane means.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> all
2: yep. Right? I'll just put one up the top. I'll put two up the top. I'll put one in the bloody seat in front of me. Yep. They, they got. They got. They bring their whole wardrobe on the plane. I'm going to so say that's it, Bron. You sit down on your flight and you got to put your bag all the way... Up. 10 rows behind you. And
1: then the plane finishes. Do you think they're going to let you walk back and get your bag first before getting off? No. no, no,
2: no, no, no. You sit there going, oh, can I just, can I just, people just barreling past you to get off this thing? You're the last one on the plane. Yeah. Is that it, Prod?
0: Yeah, you've 100% nailed it. So a frequent right. flyer, he posted online and said, yeah, if you go first, you get the good spot for the hand luggage. Right above yes. your head.
2: Yep. right above your head. You reach up. You can even pull your bag down while you're in your seat. Yeah, Mate, why aren't we putting out, where are our headlines? You know, <laughs> yeah. like, well, well, I can give you this stuff for
0: free.
1: Yeah, this is Matt O'Kind's bread and butter right here. He <laughs> <You> would <laughs> absolutely right. spread this everywhere. <laughs> All right, product story number two. Thank you.
0: So from the Sun UK headline, Pocket of Joy, people are discovering what the tiny pocket on your jeans is for and it's blowing their minds. And that was sent in by Rick Rowlinson.
1: Okay, so usually it's on your right-hand pocket for me a lot of the time. In the pocket, yeah. there's a little one that I have in the past put in coins or keys.
2: No, dirt, Obviously for condoms. <laughs> <laughs> that's nah, quick not. holster ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my second one. The other one's already on. <laughs> that's your backup. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bron, what Sorry. is it? Pre-wrapped <laughs> Maddokine.
1: One of the worst images ever <laughs> <laughs>
2: infiltrated my brain. Okay, Bron, 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 what's up? What is it? Sorry, Bron. Sorry, Bron. <laughs>
0: they were made by Levi's in the 1890s and it was because people put their little pocket watches in there. Well,
2: how little were pocket yeah, watches? That's a small that, watch. like, they're pretty small. I always thought pocket watches were kind of... You know um half a tennis ball if you ain't sized.
1: putting your pocket watch in the pocket of your vest your black vest front pocket then you don't know what you're doing
2: well okay but then where does the monocle go because <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm pretty sure that vest pocket is where your monocle goes and your hip pocket is where your wrist your your No, 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 no. Your back pocket is where you put your abacus. That's what that is for. Oh, okay. And so then where do you put your chewing tobacco? (laughs) Where do you think you put your chewing tobacco? You put it in your pantaloons down the bottom. (laughs) Just got to make the spurs on your boots don't get caught up in your... What is this, amateur hour? (laughs) Anyway, um, back to... um, Back to your regular
1: program, battered Alex all day saloon here with you.
2: <laughs> Just bronze staring at us like we're, we're we're the horse, not the rider. Okay, now um, what? <laughs> what? Uh, what's number three, so, Bron? This is
0: from Lad Bible. This was sent in by Simon H.
2: Do you find? Okay, so sorry. Oh, it's sent in by someone else because I've I've just I'm wondering whether you spend a disproportionate amount of time on Lad Bible these days because you do tend to a, have a few headlines from in, them. Bron? And I'm wondering, what do you find it interesting? Are you learning about lads?
0: Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm finding out about lads. They just have a couple. These were sent in by a couple people. So it's Simon okay, Hage and
2: Alex enough. is lad a
1: gender-neutral term now, given its prolific nature around the place. Mm.
2: Well, no, there was ladette. Remember ladette to lady. Oh yeah, yeah. But then you know, I, yeah, I don't know what the completely gender-neutral version of of lad would be. Yeah. Anyways, hmm. that's one for the uh, for the epitomologists uh listening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that's the word. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Isn't that the history of where the history was? E- etymologists. <laughs> Linguists. Yes. Oh, yeah. what did I say?
0: Epitomologist.
2: <laughs> epitomologist. What's an epitomologist? Is that a skin condition person? That's a dermatologist. Yeah, that's, that's a dermatologist. Epitomologist. Epit, epitome. Um, <laughs> epitome.
0: Anyway. <laughs> you do not epitome, adjust your sense. That thinks- yes,
1: this really happened. And yes, this has really been put out into the world as content.
2: Oh, do you know what's so funny? I was just reading. I was like epitomologist and I typed in epita and then the word came up and I was like, okay, epitome, epitome. And then it said a personal thing that is the perfect example and I was like, oh, that's epitome. (laughs) So (laughs) I was getting that one a bit wrong. Okay, Brian, what up? I was so confused. Epitome. Wow. (laughs) Okay.
1: um, All right, Brad. That's the final one. Quickly.
0: Headline: Underwear brand reveals real reason men's boxes have hole in the front.
1: To we? To we out of?
0: So it isn't only to we.
1: But but it's It's not. To we is the fake reason. Then, if this article is to be believed, (laughs) so what is the real reason? There's a hole in the front of boxer shorts.
2: Sex is out of the question so, as well. So, can yes. can whip out his
1: wrapped member, <laughs> shaves yeah. another two point two seconds off his
2: time. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, because it's important to maintain coolness if you for a good sperm count.
0: Mm, I mean, I'm sure that is. Of it.
2: No. Well, that's why they're set outside the body. Otherwise, they'd be protected inside. But it's too hot in the body, so that's oh, why you know, you're given a little bag to put them in, and <sighs> so they can hang outside, further away from the standard human body temperature. Is
1: that, is that really? It's like a sauna 100%. in there for the for the swimmers.
2: Yeah. Otherwise, why would you? Why would you have something so precious just so exposed? But it's because it's too hot inside you, and sperm would die. Yeah.
1: It is. Um, it is. You got. You do have a rib cage for your heart and lungs, but the old yeah. testicles are hanging out there like a cherry pie yeah. on a windowsill. <laughs> <laughs> but both, right, bro, both of which it? to cool.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: They're saying
0: eighty percent of people don't actually use the little hole to pee, but mm. it was. This might be. I'm mean, now that I'm reading, this might be inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> But you're too you're too I'm far, too in, far in, in now, Bron.
1: You gotta go for it.
0: It's to contour the anatomy and make it feel more free. But some people say are saying, you know, it's kind of useless because they'd rather just feel more secure and have like not fear that your bits are gonna fall out at breakfast.
2: Wait. So, they're suggesting you just have your bits hanging out of a <laughs> hole no, in
0: the hole. No, 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 no. Okay. As you
2: walk down the street. Contour
1: is in, it gets a little, it, it's a bit of thicker fabric so that when you're wearing clothes, it, it has a small bulge.
0: that it, it shapes it so it's not so graphic, I believe.
2: Uh, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to tell, so I'm going to call it right here. That is a lie. <laughs> Someone has just made that up. All right, that is not at all true. And I'm so glad that you took that bait (laughs) because I would have felt very annoyed with myself if I clicked on that article. Well, that is what
1: this segment is all about. We uh, send one person off to the wolves so you don't have to click on these articles. Uh, But we still get to know the information. And, Producer Bron, you have done it yet again. Thank you for a big episode and a big year of clicking. We appreciate it very much. And uh, we can give your trigger finger a rest over the summer.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much.
2: Just how you like it. Perfect. Well, 2021 was the year of working from home, Alex Dyson. I think we can all agree.
1: Yes, it was. Um, Here's a quiz for you. How many, um, you know, podcast meetings that we did? And we do one before the show every day. Um, How many of those did I do with no pants? Little pop quiz for you both. (laughs) Producer Bron, Matt.
0: I'm scared
2: to know okay. the answer. I know because I can <laughs> promise everyone here I wore pants every time.
0: Me too. All right. I because was 100% a hit
2: rate 100% pants.
1: pants? You were 100% pants? Oh, my. I, I, 101.
2: I, Sometimes I, I wore two pairs of pants just to be sure.
1: <laughs> well, let's just say um, I didn't get a high distinction when it came to my pants wearing. Oh, my
2: God. Are you serious? Are you actually serious? (laughs) It was a
1: couple, a couple (laughs) of times. I'm like, we'll just keep the camera up. We'll be fine. Oh, my God. Alex Dyson. Yeah, well, it's our last week. All the truths can come out now. If you guys (laughs) want to share anything with us, now's the time to get it off your chest.
2: Well, I'd have nothing like that, Bron. I mean, you... Do, I don't, I'm pretty
0: I'm clothed for all our meetings. Feeling yeah. quite
2: good about myself now. I was worried that I was a bit of a weirdo for a while, but no, it sounds, <gasps> sounds like I'm pretty fine.
1: Well, you do go across the road to your office um, to do the meeting
2: a lot of the time, so... I do have to cross the street, so, yeah, it would be risky. Some of us are doing it from our homes, <laughs> Matt. Well, I'll tell you something, okay? You've got to be careful when you're working from home as a poor German person found out recently, okay? Slipped over on their spiral staircase. Uh-oh. And They're always tricky, aren't they? The, the tread is so narrow on the inside. Well, that's it. And a German court has ruled, and this is as stated by several news articles I saw over the weekend, but um, I'm following the Guardian's version of it. Yeah, slipped down the stairs, broke his back. Oh. The German court has ruled that the man who slipped while walking a few metres from his bed to his home office can claim a workplace accident insurance as he was technically commuting. <laughs> so this this was his commute from work. He's gotten out of bed. <laughs> he slipped over, hurt himself, and then said, but I was on the way to work. And so when they did the court stuff, right, this is how sort of technical it starts getting. Yeah. Because... In the court, they noted really specifically that the man usually started, like always started working immediately without having breakfast beforehand, (laughs) right? Because it was stated that if he he was up to breakfast... (laughs) Yeah, it said the statutory accident insurance is only afforded to the first journey to work, suggesting that a trip on the way to get breakfast, right after already being in the home office, could have been rejected. So if he'd gone into the work, if he'd gone into his little home office, set everything up, then gone, now I'm going to go make my toast, then slipped, no pay,
1: right? That's really interesting. I've been having a few conversations about this because I mentioned my my sister um, got knocked off her bike by a, a swiftly turning car through a bike lane. And she was on the phone to the transport accident and they say, sorry, no cover. You were on your work break, so you're
2: technically at work even though you're going to get some food. Yeah. And so this is very front of mind. Well, it makes me wonder, you know, like we've all been working from home. I I, I would like to know what sort of workplace, (laughs) you know, incidences have happened to you.
1: Yeah. Has the work dog
2: gotten under the legs and (laughs) tripped you up. Yeah, or something like that. Have you had any workplace incidences? Um, Mm. I mean, working from home with no pants on, I wonder if that's a reason to file (laughs) for... (laughs) There's been some indecent exposure in the office. <laughs> have to
1: bring in HR for, um, for inappropriate attire in the workplace.
2: Yeah, yeah, maybe. So, yeah, let us know if you've got any um,
1: any any issues. Maybe the uh, the co-worker is um, playing the Xbox a little bit loud in the next room. We've got a workplace <laughs> noise complaint
2: going on. Yeah, so uh, yeah. So what happened, what's happened in your home office? Let us know at matt.and.alex. We can be your HR for the
1: day and try and figure out exactly what's happened in the workplace.
2: And what's owed to you. Mm.
1: Now, Matt, with summer coming up, the Australian road trips will be back in action and 20 road trippers, will have a little bit more swagger than the rest of us because they were lucky enough to win a place in the Matt and Alex Bomb Squad, the world's first podcast street team.
2: Yeah, that's right. They were able to deck out their rides uh, with just some world class (laughs) stickerage. You know, as stand out from as far as the eye can see, really, cruising across uh, over the horizon towards you. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, it is a bomb squadron (laughs) member. And we uh, wanted to chat. To Leah, who's uh, one part of the Bomb Squad as well. Leah from Queensland, hello.
3: Hi, how are you going?
2: So good, Leah.
1: So great to check in with you. The stickers got in the post. They're out. You've whacked them on the car. How's
2: the ride been feeling?
3: Oh, my gosh. It's just, you know, made it much more high quality now. Repping the Bomb Squad, loving it. <laughs> That's great. I bet it just
2: zips a bit quicker, doesn't it? You know, it rides a bit smoother.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, it feels like I'm really important. <laughs> oh, well, you, you are, are, Leah, you are You absolutely are Now,
2: can you remind
1: us Prior to your ride being pimped uh, What were you rolling around in?
3: Um, a van Like a white van That we have been We were travelling around Queensland When we were um, heard about the bomb spot And we thought What a great opportunity We can put the stickers on the van do our trip around Queensland and represent us out west and everything. But by the time the post came and it all got sorted, we're, we're sort of back on the Goldie now. So, yeah, a Renault traffic van.
2: <laughs> You're back in the suburban neighbourhood. Uh, your neighbours are like, all right, what's happened to Leah on her trip around? Um, but um, but have you been recognised?
3: Have you gotten a few yews from the street? Like I was thinking that was going to happen and people going to wave to me and – no, but when people see it, they go, "What the hell's going on? What's that?" You know, and they always have a chat about what you know what the stickers mean. But yeah, no, no fist pumps as I'm driving past or anything like that. Well, yeah.
2: look to be fair. I mean, if I saw the Pope drive past, I wouldn't, you yeah. know yell out. You, I would just probably <laughs> just tell all my friends about it afterwards. Exactly, and, uh, let them let him mind his own business.
1: And what do people say, Lee, when you like give them a lift and they jump in the ride?
3: Well, they love it. And just the other day, um, a really great friend famous rapper, Jess Wah, was um, moving in next door, and she needed a hand, and the Bomb Squad van came to the party. Oh, wow! <laughs> we moved, moved a bit of furniture for her, so the Bomb Squad is just all over it.
2: Oh, that is the best, Jess War, um, Fiji Australian rapper. Might have heard a uh, track Savage, which was the sort of biggie that dropped and uh, she's dropped many since then. Uh, so taking the keyboards and the synths in the back of the van
1: with the uh, the Bomb Squad stickers on it there, Leah.
3: Absolutely, all the valuable stuff and we just padded it out, really important stuff. Her, new, uh, her new single, Bad Light like Riri, absolutely fantastic.
1: Oh, wow. All right. And uh, have you got any road trips planned over the festive period? Much like a a stage in the Tour de France, it'll help us get prepared to stand along the side of the road and wave to you as you go by. (laughs) Uh, What what sort of holiday stuff are you looking at this year? Well,
3: we've been away for six months, so it feels really nice to be back, actually, and we've just um, sort of settled on the Goldie, so we're not going anywhere. We're just going to enjoy being here.
2: Leah? 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 Yeah, gonna get on the road, Leah.
3: I (laughs) want to drive around Australia.
2: I want
1: one lap of the country, anti-clockwise, and I want it now.
2: No, (laughs) no, no. no, Look, look, look. Just do, do me a favour, Leah cruise on down, find the best parking spot out the front of rickshaws in Burley Heads. All oh, right, okay. Leave the car there for a week or so and uh, that'll do the job just right. And awesome. I'll shout you a Morton Bay bug
3: roll. Oh, my God. That's fantastic, mate.
2: That's
1: perfect. Thank you very much, Leah. Congratulations again on being part of the Bomb Squad. And we Can look, I just uh,
3: say one other thing to Matt, yeah. sorry, Matt, B-S-H-S represent, mate. Oh, yo yeah. 1986.
1: 1986. Christmas State High. Oh, OG. Okay. My husband and I both BSHS. All right. I'm going to have to wrap this um, <laughs> high school, <laughs> school reunion here because we've run out of time. Sorry, Leo, but thank you so much for chatting to us and uh, all the best with a Gold Coast Christmas. Love your work, boys. You make us very happy.
0: All day breakfast.
1: And thank you for listening to All Day Breakfast today. Thanks to producer Bron for another clickfish, And we're looking forward to seeing you on Wednesday night. Two days to go, Matt O'Kine, until we do our last show for the year live in front of you for the Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast AGM. Make sure that you jump on and uh, get your tickets at comedyrepublic.com.au. Maybe a couple of in-room left, but streaming tickets as well. We've uh, got room to share if you want to see Matt and myself in our high finance finery.
2: Oi, and how's your form not being able to collab me on the post? I didn't know how to! You posted a really great Instagram and you're like, oh yeah, here's me and Matt, we've had a great year, blah, 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 and I'm like, sick bro, collab me on the thingy, and you're like, I don't know how to do that. (laughs) I spent half an hour trying to figure that out, mate. (laughs) You used to be king of the gram, now you can't even... (laughs) You got full boomer on me. All right, Bron, hand me my Werther's
1: original. I'm going to wrap this
2: bad boy up. I've seen those numbers. You are dipping, son. You're going to be under 100K before the end of this bloody podcast break.
1: (laughs) Absolutely leaking, fans. The rats are jumping (laughs) off the dog's ship. I'll just be a dog after a while. (laughs) Uh, Thank you very much for tuning in, and we will chat to you soon on this, Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast.
2: Bye.
3: That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.